With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. The forces spit that running, you know, plane loads of WMDs and components to Syria and beyond, ripping out Iraqi civilian aircraft seven. 27s and 747s, taking the seats out, turning them into cargo planes, running sorties, running tractor trailers, running refrigerated cargo containers into Syria and other places. So now we've got three. We've got Obama's connections to the Soviets and his, throughout his life and his family. Two, we've got Dr. Jaffer's career starting with the Russians. Three, we have the Russians, and remember this was Putin in charge at this point in 2003, helping Dr. Jaffer get his weapons of mass destruction out of Iraq. Why? Because when the U.S. and coalition forces go in, if they find these WMDs with the fingerprints of Russia and the Soviet Union on them, everything's going to go back to them, and people are going to figure out, wait a minute, this is part of the Cold War that never ended. We thought the Cold War was over. What's Iraq doing working with the Soviet Union on nuclear weapons? to threaten the United States. We found the Saddam tapes. Coalition forces acquired these Saddam tapes with discussions between Saddam and Dr. Jaffer and other senior members of his inner circle, and they were kind of wargaming, talking about, hey, we could have a, uh, we could have a, some kind of nuclear explosion in Washington, D.C. Nobody will know it came from us, you know, and they laughed about it. They thought this was funny. So, so okay, that's the next now let's move forward to Barack Obama comes into power, 2009. He's now in the White House. Things start picking up very quickly with Gulf Tainer. They were originally a regional player in the ports industry. Suddenly, they started spreading their wings and opening up terminals all over the place, Iraq, all throughout the Middle East. While that's going on, the Jaffers, through their various companies, Crescent Group being the parent company and all their subsidiaries, start making one deal with the Russian government after another. You've got the deal with Crescent Petroleum and Rosneft, which is basically 70, I think it's 73% owned by the Russian government. The other shareholder is BP, but it's basically a state-run petroleum company going into business with Crescent Petroleum. The signing ceremony... Um, featured, um, I believe Igor Sechin was involved in that. Sechin was the, the prime minister of Russia. He's been Putin's number two guy going way back to the KGB through Putin's time as the mayor's office in St. Petersburg all the way to today. In fact, recently Forbes magazine has come up with an article saying that they believe that Sechin is actually more powerful than Putin at this point. Now, Igor Sechin is very close with the Jaffers. So you have the deal between Crescent Petroleum and Rosneft. So now we've got 
Obama going back to Russia at the beginning. We've got Jaffer working with Russia at the beginning of his career. We have Jaffer's working with Russia to hide the WMDs at the beginning of the Iraq War. Now we have the Jaffer's working with Igor Sechin and Rosneft, Igor Sechin being Putin's number two, possibly more powerful than Putin. But there are more deals. Then you have a deal between Rostec and Gulf Tainer, and this is called Gulf Tainer Russian Technologies. They go into a joint venture to actually operate a port on the Black Sea in Russia, which, by the way, that port is on a list of pre-approved ports in Russia that can handle nuclear materials on the vessels that go in and out of that port. Now, under that deal, you have Gulf Tainer actually operating a major terminal in Russia. Furthermore, Rostec has and Rostec is a huge technology and weapons conglomerate. Most of the advanced weapons in Russia are some component of Rostec's conglomerate. Rostec owns Rossoborn Export, which is the weapons export monopoly in Russia. They are the ones exporting this Trojan horse container missile system called the Club K. Looks like a standard 40-foot container, just like the millions of containers that come into the United States every year through our ports but they can contain these caliber-class cruise missiles. They can wipe out an aircraft carrier from 400 kilometers away. They can carry conventional nuclear or electromagnetic pulse weapons or chemical weapons. They can travel at supersonic speeds, and they can be moved undetected aboard tractor trailers and rail cars and barges all throughout the United States. So now we have that second deal. Finally, we've got another deal between the Jaffers and the Russians. And this one is between Crescent Investments, which is part of the Crescent Group. It's an, like a sister company of Gulf Tainer. And Uric Power, which is also part of the uh, Crescent Group. And Uric is run by none other than Dr. Jaffer himself, the nuclear mastermind. This deal joins up Inter-REO UES, which is a Russian monopoly, like a lot of these state-owned companies, that has the monopoly on the power grids, not just in Russia, but throughout Eastern Europe, stretching into uh, Turkey, into former Soviet states, and now they're actually moving into Latin America, into Cuba, into Venezuela, and they run power stations, power grids, um, and there's an old Leninist saying, you know, that under communism that their goal was to electrify these countries. If you control the electricity, you know, that's communist control. So, so Dr. Jaffer has teamed up with this electric grid monopoly from Russia on building power stations in the Middle East. Now, who owns Inter-REO UES at the time of the deal? None other than Rosatom. Rosatom is the name of the Russian company that Americans have probably heard about the most recently if they've been listening to the news because Rosatom is the Russian state-owned company that acquired over 50% of the controlling stock of Uranium One, therefore giving Putin and Russia control of 20% of America's uranium reserves. So let's just review all the different elements of this Russian collusion between the Jaffers and their companies, Crescent and Gulf Tainer, and Russia and Obama. So we got Obama's family connected to the Silver Masters and other elements 
in Russia, too, we have two, we have Dr. Jaffer early in his career. Three, we have Dr. Jaffer later in his career with Russia helping hide the weapons. And then we've got all these deals, Rosatom, Rostec, and Rosnaft. Well, define Kettle Fish, isn't it? Well, before we, uh, before we get really short on time, I was wondering if we IBM Cloud Video to distribute our video to the map. We have uh, globally dispersed work teams from installers to carpenters, electricians, warehouse personnel, customer service agents that all kind of need to be on the same page. We've gone beyond town halls now to training and webinars. We've consolidated all these video providers down to just a cloud video. Gears here rapidly. This is given what you're saying, Gears. Showing a footprint 
leaving behind any any knowledge that, that they had been there. And Dennis Montgomery was then needed to receive immunity. He started working with attorney Larry Clayman. Larry Clayman brought the information that Dennis Montgomery had. Um, it was 600 million documents. One place upon the other were, would be 30 miles high. The documents proved Brennan and Clapper's illegal surveillance system. He received a immunity agreement from the judge who had been the head of the FISA court, the, the secret court. The judge looked at the information. He gave them immunity under testimony and possession. He met with James Comey, met with Dennis Montgomery, with his attorney, Larry Clayman, and the information re re uh, revealing the hammer, and with his Comey's attorney, general counsel for the FBI, James, uh, a different James Baker. And those are the people at the center of everything that's happening in Washington, D.C. right now. The ones lying about the PP dossier and the, that went against Trump because, Pam, they've put so much illegal behavior on the table that they are, they are the ones who have been in collusion. And so Dennis Montgomery received this immunity from the FISA court judge, went into the FBI, was debriefed in a skiff, a secret room that could not be hacked for three hours. He handed over the 46 hard drives, which, as I said, when printed, goes 30 miles high. And James Comey knows about the hammer because he took possession of this. Uh, his attorney knew about it. But also, in a second interview, Dennis Montgomery revealed that while Mueller was director of the FBI, he provided the computers to Dennis Montgomery to build the hammer for Brennan and Clapper. This, yeah, this is incredibly important. So these guys, Brennan and Clapper, put a surveillance system on the American people. Dennis Montgomery tells that they were surveilling the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, John Roberts, Anton Scalia, that they were 156 other judges. So, gosh, people go into court and get a your day in court, but you've got somebody behind the scenes on the hammer who's, who's listening to those judges and, gosh, think they blackmail anyone? And so Dennis Montgomery revealed all this information. Dennis Montgomery is a computer genius. At one point, the CIA went at him and they got James Ryden at the New York Times to write uh, critical, scathing, scathingly critical information about him. Uh, Dennis Montgomery is suing him. But after Negroponte went during, to that first case, and and they sort of destroyed Dennis Montgomery's name in the press, they immediately hired him back because this guy is a genius, and he's the one who put together this system. Well, when he saw the system initially was put together, and it was to, to track terrorists. And so, you know, that's a uh, good thing to do. But when they turned it on the American people, that's when Dennis Montgomery left, and he became a CIA whistleblower. Oh, boy. Where is he now? I hope 
under armed guard hidden someplace. The man has aneurysms. He's had several surgeries that have not been successful. Um, at the same time, he has an attorney, uh, Larry Clayman, who's the man who initially founded Judicial Watch and, and now Freedom Watch. And he has stood uh, with Dennis Montgomery. He also represented Mike Zullo, um, helping him get an immunity agreement, the same immunity agreement for having possession of all this information. And if you understand how serious this is, then what's taking place right now in Washington, D.C., and the way they're fighting Trump is completely understandable because if what they have done is revealed, they have a lot of explaining to do, don't they? Yes, they certainly do. Well, it broke into the open when General Thomas McInerney received our article on the whistleblower tapes, Trump wiretapped a zillion times, and he went on air and he read it. And he said, and he, not only did he say this, but the admiral that was in charge of the Pacific Fleet, Admiral James Ace Lyons, also came forward. Yes, you do, and he's one heck of a guy. These two patriots stood up, and they called out the hammer, and they called out Brennan, and they called out Clapper. And they said, this is worse than Watergate, and if this, this must be investigated. And I'm sure you know the other good patriots that have stood up, and General Vallely. Yep. And so when you have the good guys all standing up and saying, hey, these dark monsters, they put together an illegal surveillance system, and they've been blackmailing and, and managing this country via blackmail. And they're blackmailing our judges and our Supreme Court. In fact, they were listening in on the FISA court judge, the head of the FISA court. Oh, yeah. yeah if, if America doesn't... They don't have to be yeah. they they'll, they'll, they'll create the thing that they can blackmail them for. Well... Dennis Montgomery tells exactly that. Now, the, the whistleblower tapes are actually recordings that Judge G. Murray Snow, who was working on behalf of Eric Holder, made an enormous mistake, and he released these whistleblower tapes. And, you know, I think he thought he was taking down Zulo for having, being in possession of some of this, but um, the American people have Fourth Amendment rights to privacy, just like they have Second Amendment rights to arms, and if they don't stand up and demand their rights are respected and constitutionally, um, that they have constitutional rights to all these, then these rotten traitors are going to have at it, and you're not going to have a country left. Imagine if Hillary Clinton, who knew about... When we were looking for a streaming platform, we were looking for something reliable that just had to work something that was easy to use, not only for the people doing the broadcast, but for our employees that were on the other end to be able to watch a secure stream, how difficult or easy was that. And then we were also looking for security. So we wanted to make sure that information we were transmitting over the broadcast was something that only our employees were seeing. All of this. Imagine if she had been elected and that she's in bed with the likes of James Clapper, who lied under oath before Congress, or Dennis, or John Brennan, who was asked by, and, and 
charged by um, Senator Feinstein, who is no conservative, with with listening and and um, eavesdropping on her and looking at her her congressional email. Imagine if these people walk off with power. Imagine if they take down Donald Trump. I'll tell you, people should not just be getting very busy working for their country and that it remains, but they should be on their knees praying because we need all the help we can get right now. And we are at, at an end road. And if we don't make it, we're going to go down just like the people in South Africa did. And if you think they're going to be nice, they're going to be just like that, that satanic communist Mandela who was gutting people. That People, you know, our news is mockingbird news. They don't bring you the truth. They bring you narratives that are false. It's time for people to wake up and stand up because if you don't, yeah, if you don't, your children will be slaves. No, worse than that. I mean, we're not talking about just uh, picking vegetables and, and uh, dragging your little chain, your ball and chain around. We're not talking about that kind of slave. These people have no concept yeah. of what slavery really is. They make up all this nonsense about how the uh, slaves were treated during the, uh, the 19th century here, and, it's just a, and, and, and the 18th century, and the 17th century, and the 16th century. They don't even know what they're talking about. That's the problem. Everything from the diet to the educational system to the news media, or whatever you might call it, has been polluted, perverted, twisted, and corrupted, all of it. And the fact of the matter is, there's no way out of this one but to push back and push back hard. And if that means dragging some corrupt individual physically out of their office into the street and telling them, this person, you are fired, and seizing their office, and look happened in other countries, it will eventually happen in this one, as long as we just sit here on our soft backsides, just waiting for someone to take care of us. So they're going to take care of you, all right. They're going to use you to fertilize the tomato plants over there. I have uh, thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. I I, I wish we we could do it for a couple more hours, but we can't. However, I'd love to have you come back on. Stand up, America. I'll tell you the truth. Mary and Alan, I would rather listen to you just... Do what you've been doing for the last hour and just, I'm, I mean, I know that you're very meticulous in your research. I know you're very meticulous in your writing. But I love it when you just freelance with your thoughts and we hear your philosophy. And I can I can hear that I can't see you or the audience can't see you. But uh, but I, I, hear the fire. I hear the fire. You know what I mean? We need some fire. We don't need nice. We've been nice long enough. Too much cream puff and political correctness. Is going to kill you in this jungle. Not you. I mean, anybody. Too much cream. Let me leave you with a thought. Yeah, give me. Go ahead. Stand up, America. We are the people we have been waiting for. No one is coming to save us. This is your country. Stand up, America. We are the people we have been waiting for. This is your country. Get busy. They work for us. You don't work for them. Ellen? I had a final thought, too. Mary just explained the hammer and kept asking, imagine what they can do with it. They can listen to the FISA court. Well, imagine what they could do with a system like the hammer to blackmail people and shut the media down and shut Congress down over any questions about bringing in a company like Gulftainer that has obviously been colluding with the Russians for decades and then bringing them into a port next to Kennedy Space Center, one of the most important ports, probably the most important port for our spy satellites and 
our access to space and the new weapons race in space, the hammer is the kind of tool of tyranny that they can use to stop the media from even getting to the first look at this. And that's probably or very possibly why your audience hasn't seen anything about Port Canaveral, Project Pelican, and Gulf Tainer in the era of the hammer because this electronic tyranny can really scare anyone from getting close to the story. You're absolutely right. Plus, you've got little people like Anderson Cooper in there who are uh, at CNN who are, there's no X in the alphabet agencies. You know what I mean? In, in, the, in the security services um, alphabet, there's no X. So uh, Anderson Cooper was CIA. Several others are CIA uh, in there uh, now. They, their names haven't been mentioned. Maybe they shouldn't be until later. But um, well said, both of you. I love you people. I really do. I want you to stay safe out there. And please stay in touch. If we can help you in any way, please let us know. Uh, I'm going to send you a, uh, I haven't done this, but I'm going to send you a, a, uh, an email here in a little bit uh, from the bot. You'll, you'll recognize it immediately. And if you're not using it already, you probably should. Let's leave it at that, okay? And uh, let's reconvene at a near point in future, because we've got a lot more to talk about than what we covered in an hour and a half, okay? And I know that. So God bless you and thank you. God bless you. Thank you, John. Bye-bye for now. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alan. Folks, that's the whole thing. You know, we created a top-tier country. There are a lot more of them than they are of us, but you know what? Just remember, it took about 6,000 soldiers to get less than 250 guys out of the Alamo. Yeah, I'm talking 19th century stuff here. Those men bought time for Sam Houston to gather an army of irregular troops. Defeated the Napoleon of the West. Oh yes, there are far more of them than there are of us, but only in theory. The fact is, there's 6,000 of us inside the Alamo, 250 trying to take us over. We have been deceived on a spectacular level. Like the deception is that we don't have the power to change anything. That is simply not the case. It's only the case, and it's only true if you believe it. Radio. 
seems, don't you find some of the biggest issues are largely ignored by Washington, D.C., and that establishment, and the mainstream media? Which is which? It's all political, and it's all potentially very dangerous. So we'll get Dr. Roberts' views on Russia and other things, as only Paul Craig Roberts can put it. Then, thinking Mary and Alan may scare us just a wee little bit. But here's something really silly. Now keep in mind that BizPack Review is part of the Daily Caller News Foundation. Now just listen to the wording and some of the invented words that are in this article. This is by Chris White. Russian media outlets operating inside the U.S. are doubling down on propaganda to sway public opinion on genetically modified organisms, otherwise known as GMOs, according to research from the University of Iowa. RT and Sputnik produced more anti-GMO articles than Huffington Post, Fox News, CNN, Breitbart News, and MSNBC combined. Researchers noted RT accounted for more than 34% of all such stories among the seven sites. Articles from Sputnik, meanwhile, made up for 19%. We use IBM Cloud Video to serve video to the masses. We have uh, globally dispersed work teams, from installers to carpenters, electricians, warehouse personnel, customer service agents that all kind of need to be on the same page. We've gone beyond town halls now trainings and webinars, we've consolidated all these video providers down to just IBM Cloud Video. RT and Sputnik, this is a quote, overwhelmingly portray genetic modification in a negative light, researchers wrote in their study. Returning to the quote, among U.S. news organizations, the left-leaning Huffington Post produced the most anti-articles, followed by CNN. Fox News produced the most neutral or mixed coverage of GMOs. The bulk of U.S. crops are genetically modified. That means the bulk, most of them, are genetically modified, right? For instance, about 90% of Iowa and the U.S. farmers grow corn and soybeans engineered to tolerate herbicides and pesticides. Russia and several other countries either severely restricted or banned GMO use in their agricultural products. RT's campaign is designed to hurt U.S. agriculture interests. RT's campaign is designed to hurt U.S. agriculture interests and bolster Russia's position. Sean Dorius, an Iowa State University assistant sociology professor, told reporters. Turning U.S. public opinion against GMOs, he added, quote, would have a clear negative effect on an industry in the U.S. and could advantage Russia. It's a good thing he's not an assistant professor of English usage or grammar, isn't it? Russian media outlets have been criticized in the past for promulgating propaganda designed to hurt the American industry. U.S. intelligence officials confirmed in a declassified report in 2017 that RT ran pieces critical of hydraulic fracturing to ward off challenges to Russia's energy empire. Because fracking is so good for everything, right? From the wastewater to the earthquakes, fracking good. Russia, bad. 
Uh, oh boy. Quote, Kremlin's principal international propaganda outlet ran anti-fracking programming highlighting environmental issues and the impacts on public health. That from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, reported in January 2017. The report was part of a more comprehensive document presenting evidence of Russian intelligence attempts to delegitimize the results of the 2016 election. Nobody tried to delegitimize it except for the Democrats who lost pathetically. The Russians didn't try to delegitimize the results of the election. What a bunch of idiots. Dorius and his colleagues argued that presenting negative reportage about GMOs plays into the Russian playbook. Well, there's a genius sentence. Quote, the idea in an asymmetrical war, you look at where you're weak and your opponent is strong, and you're really trying to undermine their strength. This is an area where U.S. science is strong worldwide, especially so relative to Russia. They are. What a moron. The idea in an asymmetrical war, you look at where you're weak and your opponent is strong, that's in any war, any conflict, even a street, even a street fight. You're really trying to undermine their strength. Because GMOs are good for you. Yeah, they produce writers like this one, I suspect. Special Counsel Robert Lurch Mueller issued an indictment February 16th for 13 Russian nationals affiliated with three Russian companies suspected of interfering in the 2016 election. The goal of their campaign was to sow discord in the U.S. political process. <laughs> well, I think there's probably enough discord on our own. Nobody's got another. There are already millions of people engaged in political discord. I don't think uh, 20 or 25 more are going to make any difference. I mean, this is so stupid. The indicted Russians operated both pro- and anti-Trump social media accounts, and accounts were also used to support Democratic presidential candidate Senator Bernie Sanders and Green Party candidate Jill Stein. So, the indicted Russians operated both pro- and anti-Trump social media accounts, and accounts were also used to support Democratic presidential candidate Senator Bernie Sanders and Green Party candidate Jill Stein. Two total losers. I mean, what a nothing story. Chris White, I give you a D minus on this article. It's pathetically bad. Okay, now, in the meantime, from the sun.co.uk, the unstoppable bomb, Putin boasts Russia has developed an intercontinental nuclear missile that can't be stopped nor shot down by any country's defense system. Vladimir Putin said the rocket travels 20 times the speed of sound and has unlimited range. Well, that does sound serious, doesn't it? The newly developed intercontinental ballistic rocket with unlimited range was one of several unveiled by the Russian leader in his State of the Nation address in Moscow. They include a nuclear-powered cruise missile, a nuclear-powered underwater drone, and a new hypersonic missile, which apparently none of these have any equivalent. Putin, sh shown during his speech, apparently showed the new unstoppable missile heading toward the United States as he promises to neutralize America's missile defense. Quote, Russia remained a nuclear power, but no one wanted to listen to us, Putin, 65 years old, the lawmaker. Listen to us now. He said the hypersonic intercontinental rocket known as the Avangard is capable of traveling 20 times
times the speed of sound and strike like a meteorite, like a fireball. Wow. Now, Russian leader who's been in power since May 2012 said the missile's appearance is being kept under wraps. He also announced a web contest to name a new high-speed underwater drone, which carries nuclear warheads and which can destroy aircraft carriers and coastal facilities. The Russian military has dubbed the shadowy vessels Autonomous Underwater Vehicles, AUVs, allegedly capable of deploying missiles with a power of 100 megatons. That's 100 million tons of tritonulate, otherwise known as TNT. 100 million tons. That's a big old boom. Putin said the new weapons make NATO's U.S.-led missile defense useless, effectively ending Western efforts to contain Russia. He said, quote, I want to tell all those who have fueled the arms race over the last 15 years, sought to win unilateral advantages over Russia, introduced unlawful sanctions, all you wanted to impede with your policies have already happened. You have failed to contain Russia. He vowed to wage nuclear war on the United States if they attacked Russia, branding Donald Trump's new nuclear doctrine worrying. President Putin said that if Russia was attacked with nukes, then he would not hesitate to launch his nuclear-tipped ballistic missiles, RT reported. The country successfully launched its massive Satan II nuclear missile, that 100-ton rocket capable of wiping out the U.K. in October. This colossal weapon can carry 12 warheads, at once, travel 3,600 miles, in fact it did, toward a ballistic missile test landing site in Far East Russia. The missile, also known as RS-28 Sarmat, has a range of 6,000 miles and was fired on Thursday from Plestek Cosmodrome in Oblast, 880 kilometers north of Moscow. Russian news outlet Sputnik reported in May that an RS-28 rocket is capable of wiping out parts of the Earth the size of France or Texas. That's an unfortunate comparison, isn't it? Viva la France! Viva Texas! Right? On that basis, it's been reported that the weapon could wipe out an area of the able to go outside of the scope of his investigation. There is no Russian collusion, other than the fact we've been colluding with them for years, from titanium for the SR-71, to, the, to the, the rocket engines that we're still buying to launch our military satellites into space, presumably to spy on them. What's going on? I'm just going to sit back and let you talk, because I'm at my wit's end trying to determine what is going on up there. Is it in the water? Are they all on the same drug? What is it? Well, John, you know, it's, uh, it's just the uh, playing out of what uh, President Eisenhower warned us in 1961 when he said the uh, permanence of the military establishment due to the uh, Soviet threat had uh, given us uh, a creation, the military-industrial complex, he called it, uh, which was a threat to our democracy because it had, it's, uh, instead of being disbanded after the war, you know, disbanded and
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.